When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, This is a voicemail to my neighbor girl, Gracie. Uh, She is eight years old. Hi, Gracie. It's Susan Wexler. Listen, bud, I'm going to be gone uh, for a little bit. I was wondering if you could water my plants with that that key I've hidden, you know, the one under my mat, if you could use that. Um, It's not a big deal. I don't want you to be worried about like where I'm at. It's just like I am going to the land of the dead, but I don't want you to think of that as hell, Gracie, because that's actually something that humans have created to make themselves feel bad. Um, I mean, there is a hell. Okay. I've been there and it is a little spooky, Um, but not really what you're picturing anyways, Gracie. So I'm going to go there. Um, Things just haven't been going great for me. Uh, My girlfriend is a little mad at me uh, because I'm interacting with one of my old ex demons. I just can't stop being me, Gracie. I just can't stop being me. Um, and I did I did put a kid in a hospital this week, I'm pretty sure, with Shamanda. Um, I'm trying not to take that on, though. Um, wow. Um, say hi to your mom for me and um, delete this message. Hello, friends in an alternate future. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use the game Monster of the Week to tell a story of Silver Scream, Seraphim, and famous phantoms in the real and actual 2006. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the initiate. And if I could bring one thing back from old Hollywood, it would be the Vaseline on the lenses. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adon Miller, the Scion and spokesperson for the new Toyota Scion. It's what moves you. And now that I'm dead, they have to include me in the Oscars in memoriam. Hi, this is Aaron Rain. I play Crashly Grenady, the monstrous, and I'm in the land of the old Hollywood dead or something right now. And I got a cut on my finger and don't have any Band-Aids, and they don't have any Mentos here, so I couldn't fix it. All they have is some gross cookies called Malamars. Blah. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And Immortata said the funniest thing the other day. He said, okay, give me a second. I'm going to think of it. Hey, everybody. I'm Alan Linick, and I play CJ, the professional. And if there was a seventh side to my special faces die, it would probably be the wall face. All right, where we left off, a lot went down. The club got together, gathered its resources, and with the help of Donnie Duplo, Ray Romano's Duplo Ah! demon, (laughs) uh, (laughs) alternate universe self, they managed to uh, go through a Duplo portal into the land of the dead, where it turns out it's a little bit more specific than that. I think we're discovering something about how the afterlife works that we didn't previously know, which is that the after there are themed afterlifes. And this one seems to be the afterlife for, I mean, uh, well, Jeff, 
TV Olsen sent a Don there. So you tell me, is it like the afterlife for celebrities or afterlife for like a Holly old Hollywood? Like what is the, in the same way that we have cowboy universes and stuff, it, I think it's turning out that there are themed afterlife. So which, which one is this one? Uh, this is definitely the, uh, afterlife where people with, uh, uh at least a moderate amount of fame, <laughs> moderately famous, the, yeah. the, the moderately famous land of the dead or yeah. land of the moderately famous dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Perfect. Yeah. So you fit right in. It's, it feels great to be among my people. <laughs> um, you've been conga lining in this, uh, dance down uh, this, magical street that is just bustling with every moderately famous person that you could ever imagine that, you know, isn't currently alive. Who's next to you in, in this dance routine? Uh, let's see. Right next to me, uh, I look I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that I have the inventor of uh, shoelaces here. <laughs> That's me. Shoelace Joe. They called me that for different reasons. That's how I got the name. Dang. I use your shoelaces like all the time. Thanks. What's your name? My name is Adon Miller. Uh, you probably have read my book. I, my name is Adon Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Who ghost wrote that book? Uh, the, uh, I, you know what? Honestly, I think it was TV. Oh, wow. Yeah. You guys really hit it off in background performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, you you're there dancing, you're having a great time. Now you are noticing that the the crowd is moving very specifically towards this very majestic building with a very fancy hat. Like the whole building is kind of designed to look like a, a pork pie hat. Whoa, cool. And it's called Corks. It has a big kind of like Vegas style billboard on it, just like very old, glitzy 50s style. And they're all moving you there, which you know is where the lids was. Oh, weird. Are you, do you find that like upsetting or curious at all? Or are you just like fully giving into the fun of the dance? I think curious. Okay. Um, uh, although, you know what? Dice is dice. Oh, let's Whoa. see how excited I am. Yeah. Mm. Like keeping my cool, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll say that. That makes sense to me. And then, do I have a double for this? I can't remember. Uh, advantage? I can't uh, remember. You do get advantage on all cool rolls as a Don Miller. All right, let's see what happens. I'm very oh, cool. cool. And that's, that goes for all of us? No, just a Don. <laughs> okay, uh -oh. so I rolled a 13. And let me roll the again to see if I'm even cooler. Now, that one was just a 9, so 13. Mm, no, you're 13 cool. Yeah, you're totally cool. Wow. So does yeah. that mean you do notice it or you just go in with the vibes? Oh. Damn. Let me ask the group. What do you think? <laughs> do you think I should? Am I acting cool, like just going with it? Or am I acting cool, like stepping out from the pack? I think if you're acting, here is what I would say is if you're acting cool, I, I think cool people are aware of stuff. Yeah. They don't necessarily I, react to it, yeah. but they notice it. I'm not, yeah. I'm vibing it, but I'm not going with it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you, you can feel honestly with a 13, if you want, uh, I can, I will say you can try if you want to try to influence where the, this dancing group of celebrity ghosts is headed to try to get them to go a different direction away from there. If you want. Absolutely. I'm going to like, Hey, Shoelace Joe. Yeah. You know what I say? I say, let's make our own conga line. 
Me? Really? Yeah. At the front? No, me at the front, you behind me. What, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. What am? What do I think I am? Velcro? <laughs> <laughs> is he here, by the way? The inventor of Velcro? Yeah, Veldro, Veldro is here. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you got to introduce me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what everybody says. Uh, uh, and I, I, you know, I'm the more adult one of the two of us. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, yeah, you are. And I, I do a sharp left away from the, the people in front of us. And uh, I'm conga lining us over to uh, a shoe store called uh, uh, Wingtip Sally's. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're you're headed over there. Dark, your efforts to get the crowd to pull Adon to where you want have been foiled. And so, Dark, what are you doing in in reaction to that? So he's going the way I don't want him to go. Correct. Well, then, absolutely not. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop him. How? Good luck. Uh, I will possess him. Uh, interesting. Ooh. Ooh. I, you know what? Go ahead and let's see possession rules stuff. I well, here's the thing: is you're all spirits here, so I don't think spirit can spirit can possess flesh, but I don't think spirit can possess spirit. Yeah, that'd be mm. interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that does make sense. Like, uh, unless, yeah, because I don't think a ghost could possess a ghost, you know? They could try. Well, wait, how does Flurb do it? Flurb oh, eats Flurb. ghosts. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to eat Adam Miller. <laughs> oh. Well, if you eat a Don Miller, then the then game over. You know, your whole plan is foiled. But then, but don't, but won't I be him? You'll have, you'll have a part of him, but it wouldn't be the same. Like you need you need an agentic you know free agent. <sighs> Sorry, stupid, stupid humans and their free will. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. In that case, uh, I will simply if if, Shoelace Joe. if if Muhammad will not go to the mountain, then I must bring the mountain to Muhammad. So I am going to lift the corks and drop it on Adon Miller. <laughs> oh my, oh god. my god. Okay. Wow. Go ahead and roll. Let's see here, Dark. What? Uh, what? If, I think it's got to be like a, like a I, tough. I think like this a, is tough. I think we're going to yeah. kind of use the cast out evil stuff, uh, like we did before for this. So yeah, go ahead and roll plus tough. So I got uh, roller coaster face. Oh, we're still doing this. Okay, oh great. God. <laughs> oh yeah. Should I should I switch back to normal dice, Alan? Maybe maybe we switch. What maybe we switch back for a little. I mean, bit. I, yeah. the, uh, it's it's fun. <laughs> It, it is very fun. I agree with you that with that. It also all of the mechanics do revolve around numbers. That's fair. So at some point, uh, like I guess it's a question of how does your stats work with those numbers or uh, with those I, faces? I rolled. Know? Yeah, that's fair. I rolled a six, so it becomes a nine. Now that being said, I, I am fine with you ever anytime you want to using the faces. I would I would say it might make most sense to do it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Alan, here if you want, I'm I'm willing to come up with a dumb thing for you right now. Okay. Which is anytime you have an emotional condition, you just roll with the <laughs> oh, the sad, you know, dice things and we don't deal with stats or anything. It's just a straight roll. I like that. Great. But Dark currently is not feeling any emotional conditions, but he is hungry. <laughs> uh, okay, so what did you get? Uh, I got a 9 total. Okay, so it takes a little while for the banishing to take effect. The creature has time to make one or two actions. 
they will be unharmed and you have no control over where they go, but you do make it happen. So, so essentially, uh, so that's what cast out evil is and, and everything. So this isn't one-to-one, but I think on a mixed success, this is what happens. You do absolutely using your power because like, again, this is afterlife, but you are, you have full angelic power behind you. Even, even just at 1%, that is still, you're one of the most powerful things in the universe. Most angels really limit the amount of power that they use because it's, I, I suppose in some respects, it just seems gauche to really fire hose at the universe, but dark is under no such compunctions. So you just rip a hole in the land of the moderately famous dead <laughs> and then slam it down on top of a Don Miller. A Don Miller, you you experience the corks coming down on you. You get smushed flat and you get pushed into a different land of the dead. Whoa, which one is this? So yeah, you tell me what where do you find yourself? Um okay, so I get smushed under this corks. Uh, I think I'm getting uh, moved into the, uh, well, this one universe that's just all two-dimensional, like a side-scroller. Wow, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. You say, yeah, you find yourself in like a side-scroller, land of the dead. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I understand the critics' arguments about my performance. It was a little flat. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Hey, Joe, did you hear what I... Joe? And there's no Joe. Who do you see across from you uh, on the other uh, see, coming your way? I see this chubby little Italian plumber named uh, <laughs> Dario. <laughs> it's a me, Dario. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, where are we? It's a me, Dario. <laughs> yes, okay, but where are we? It's a me, Dario. God, what's going on? I don't like this. I uh, and it's getting darker and darker, and you realizing this kind of side scroller is more of one of those one v one arcade games. Oh shit! As he's charging up and then uh, coming at you to land a sick combo. Uh, back in the land of the moderately dead, uh, dark. Your plan kind of went awry a little bit. You did. You you tried to do it, but like the the charms around the lids are strong, and basically you tried to loophole, and the loophole created its own sort of loophole. You know, like I'm not stymieing you. It's just like the magic is too powerful. What are you doing? Are you 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 do have sort of a bloodhound's scent of all of the Millers in all of the universes? So you kind of you probably have a sense of where he's gone. Yes. Uh, can I follow? Yeah, go ahead and um, go ahead and roll plus tough for me one more time. Okay. So we'll see basically if you directly follow or if you kind of get shunted to a different space, you know. 13. Yeah, you follow. And I think, Don, as you are there, you, you're watching this Dario kind of fly up into the air hit a mushroom, start, uh, you know, flashing a series of red and orange and yellow colors, and then it rearing back and getting ready to race towards you. And then Dark just appears behind him. And Dark, what do you do to Dario? Uh, I uh, I just touch him. 
Oh, shit. And what happens? I just touch him. And uh, if if I understand anything about Dario's weakness, it's being touched by anything hostile mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> he, he shrinks. He like he shrinks into a little unpowered Dario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and he, he just kind of jumps in the air a little bit and then falls and he like falls through the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then oh. you just hear dun 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 dun. <laughs> uh, and you are what yet again facing down against Dark uh, Don Miller. We're going to cut over to the land of the moderately famous dead Susan Crashley and CEJ. You just arrived just in time to watch Dark lift a building in this spirit realm and slam it down on top of a Don Miller and then um, kind of go like, ah, nuts, and then just cut a, a extra dimensional space and sift through it. Uh, there is chaos in the moderately famous land of the dead. What are you all doing? I'm going to run and see if Adam's under the Wait, rubble. Wait, stop. Crashly. Wait, what? This place is like weird and different and dangerous. We have no idea what's going on here. I know, but Adam just got crushed by a building. Dorothy okay, style. so like he's crushed. Like what? What are you <laughs> no. going to do? Like uncrush him? I might be able to. This place is weird and we've never been anywhere like this. So I don't no, know. No, I'm kind of curious, given what we're learning about how the land of the, like how the, the afterlife works. It seems like you kind of go to a pl- uh, afterlife that is themed appropriate to you. So I'm curious, CEJ and Crashly, you have both died. So you do have some experience in the afterlife, but I imagine you went to very different afterlifes. Mm-hmm. Crashly, or see, going in chronological order, CEJ, when you died, where did you go? I went to like cool afterlife, like where everyone's cool. <laughs> oh, okay, but where did you really go? <laughs> Clarinet class. Yeah, that, so like I get there and I'm like, whoa, this place is awesome. Like, wow, what a cool, it's like, it's just like a sick, cool universe. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and this is, and this is what I will uh, attest to um, without backing down for the rest of my life after emerging. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> Every time, well, because I imagine Crashly and you have tried to, or Crashly's tried to talk to you about it a few times. Happy to talk about how cool it was. <laughs> And it was full of like cool people. I don't want to name any of them in case you saw them in a different afterlife. Um, but uh, they were cool as hell. They were fucking rad. Crashly, where did you go? Um, I believe you. Uh, my afterlife looked okay. It's embarrassing, so I don't really like to talk about it either. But um, I'll tell you. Essentially, it was like you remember the Muppet Babies. <laughs> oh yeah. hell yeah, dude! Yeah, and like. <laughs> It was like that. <laughs> like we, it was like I was like smaller than I am now, like really small, and like it was a big room, but it was like comfortable, and there was like toys and stuff like that, so that was fun. <laughs> and there was someone that like took care of us, and they were really really tall, so I couldn't see their face, but I wasn't there very long. But no. it was like chill. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, that sound that does sound like heaven to me. I agree. Yeah, that sounds hello, like. Hello, hello, kids. How are you doing? <laughs> Whoa, what the hell? What are you doing here? It's me, Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> <laughs> are you here for the conga? Wait a second, Silent Cal. Wait, isn't that what they called you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoa, you seem so much more like a party animal than your 
te- the blurb in my textbook described you as. Well, here's the thing. When you die, you say, fuck it. Let's party. <laughs> Uh, whoa, me. whoa, the language. Uh, oh, excuse me, these are actually, these are teenagers, Cal, so. Yeah, don't, don't curse in front of the teenagers. <laughs> They're dead teenagers. Let's party. We're yeah. not no, dead, I'm so sorry, we're not dead. Yeah. What? Um, well, maybe Crashly is a little. And you see Kelvin no. Coolidge whistle, we've got live ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of the celebrity, all of the moderately famous folks turn uh, Mark Twain is like, well, that isn't, that's not right. Come on, and, you could drop it. Your name's Samuel Clemens. <laughs> oh, come on, let me <laughs> Wait, have he's, this. He's, he only made it to moderately famous heaven? Yeah, what is Mark Twain <laughs> doing here with shoe shoelace Joe Jackson over here? <laughs> well, also, I imagine that there is a certain <sighs> amount of fluidity in terms of your ability to pass in between, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think, I think Mark Twain or Samuel uh, Clemens Strikes me as someone who would love to slum. That's oh, true. He comes yeah. here on his day off. Yeah. <laughs> day <laughs> off. <laughs> From Gulen? <laughs> yeah. So so honestly, or really, probably he comes here in the summer when kids aren't in school and forced to read his books. Oh, he yes. drops down. And then in this in the winter when everybody has to do book reports, he goes back up to fully famous. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay. And Calvin's um, cool. It just sort of always stuck here. Yeah. I think upon upon hearing that there are live ones here, um, uh, American tennis number one amateur for six consecutive years, Bill Tilden, uh, pokes his head <laughs> from <laughs> right. over yeah, yeah. a nearby hedge. Checks out. Yeah, and he goes, <sighs> and uh, his his teeth like suddenly shift into points, and his oh. eyes turn bright red, and he just like uh. Like the show uh, Wipeout, is that one where they jump mm-hmm. through holes? Yeah. Yeah, he jumps through the hedge, leaving behind a Bill Tilden-shaped hedge, and he starts running straight at us. Ooh. Great. What do you all do? Uh, oh, geez. I'm going to chop his head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, I think I'm just going to uh, trap him in a bubble. Okay, oh. Susan, you're going to try to use magic. So go ahead yeah. and roll plus weird. And I am deeply anxious and lonely, but I don't know if that... That is true. Luckily, it doesn't affect your weird stat. So this is an eight. An eight. Uh, it works imperfectly. So you are trying to trap them. So we know the effect. What is the glitch? It's weak. It's of short duration. You take harm. It draws immediate unwelcome attention or there's a problematic side effect. I think it's just short duration for this. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know you're going to hold him for maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, do, do you trap him in his one Wimbledon trophy? <laughs> I think it's actually like maybe Susan doesn't recognize this person, and maybe that's why it's weekend. But I know it's mm. a sports person, so what? it's like trapped in like a volleyball. Oh gosh! So really, truly, uh, what what is your name again, Alan's character? Bill Tilden. Bill Tilden. Truly, your hell not recognized and trapped in the wrong sports ball. But as a result, you feel like you'll be able to get out quickly. Uh, Yeah. And you trap him, but you see other moderately famous folks from all walks of life. You know, we we have inventors, we have ad like copywriters, like basically anybody who who if you were in at any sort of convention, you know, for a, a field there's one person there that everybody else is like, oh, did you know that Neil is here? Like, what? Like, wow, like the big the big name. But it's like a famous person to 10,000 people. Mm. All of those people are here 
and they're turning their heads and they look livid at your intrusion and they start to circle around you. Meanwhile, we cut over to the Mystery County Hospital. Shamanda, you are unconscious. You are in a hospital bed. There, You have an IV. There's a drip. Uh, Evan is holding your hands and talking to you. You're experiencing this all from a very far distance. You know, you're oh, pretty shit. out of it. And that is when one of the nurses is saying to another, a very young, like a, a, a weirdly young nurse. She looks like she might actually just be a teenager. The older nurse is, you know, it's the, the head nurse who we've previously established is Pinky St. Christ, <laughs> the former park ranger. Oh, yeah. And Pinky is like, no, this is, this is inappropriate. No, she doesn't need this. She doesn't need to be put into a medically induced coma. She's fine. She's just unconscious. And the, the other very young teenage nurse is like, I am sorry. We have orders. It needs to be done. Please follow the chain of command. And she was like, I'm, gonna, I'm taking this over your head. And she's like, you're welcome to talk to my supervisor. And Pinky walks out and the uh, other nurse turns to Evan and is like, Go ahead and say your words now. She's going to be, she is needed elsewhere for a little while. And then she goes uh, over and touches. So, Shamanda, you're wearing earrings, correct? Mm hmm. Uh, what kind of earrings are you wearing? Um, they're stud earrings from Clurs, a very, um, you know, a boutique that most malls have, but you may not have them in your town. Right. Um, but it's a, a series of flowers. It's like they're like it's like a bouquet of flowers, but they're mm. studs. Great, yeah. And, and so the the other the much younger nurse who anybody would recognize is Astrid uh, leans over and whispers into your ear. One moment, please. Pushes the stud in your earring. There's a boop sound, and then from the other end, you hear faintly, "You are on with Whoopi." And then there's just silence. And then the voice of the person that you always speak to when uh, anytime you communicate with Whoopi, this person kind of is always the go-between. What is her name? Her name is Agatha Wright. Wow, Oof. that's a good name. Mm. Agatha says, Ms. Felt, you're on with Whoopi. Whoopi wants to say she appreciates your efforts and that you are unfortunately not allowed to rest at this time. You are needed. We are sending you to someplace farther afield. Prepare yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And as, as she is saying that, she says, do you have any words for Whoopi? Uh, knowing full well that you are unconscious. This is just like the order of how this always goes. And she says, all right, good hunting. And then it goes quiet. And at the same time, Astrid is putting a uh, needle into your IV bag and pressing down on the plunger. And then you are suddenly standing next to your body. Mm. Wow. And Evan is like, what the, what, what's going on? Wait, what's, no, no, you, what did you do to her? And uh, Astrid is like, she's fine. This is just, this, she is in a coma. She is not dead. Don't worry. Can you see her? And Evan is like pointing at you. He's like, yes, I can see her. She's right here. Babe, are you okay? I, I feel like I'm here, but I'm also there. Uh, Shamanda is kind of in awe. Um, I guess this is um, a protocol that she's always seen in paper, never yeah. in actuality. 
So she's kind of like in awe of her hands, like being able to see through them and trying to see what she, what is um, tangible. What can she, she tries to pick up a pillow? Nothing. She tries to touch Evan's face. He's like, aw, I don't feel anything. Physically, physically, emotionally, I feel so much for you, babe. Evan, truly, honey, like that is not, <laughs> we're onto this right now. Like, <laughs> okay. I know we didn't really debrief all of your bird stuff, but I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I, I always hate this part, you know, um, in the movies where the guy goes off to war and says, you know, I'll be back and he might not come back. Oh, um, well, I hope you do. I really hope so too. And he leans in to give you a kiss and he's <sighs> like, I'm going to kiss, you. I'm going to kiss real you. Or is it better for me to kiss this you? If I kiss her, are you upset? Is she you? Oh, my complicated angel. Yeah. And he's just <laughs> immediately getting very like anxious and second guessing himself. Uh, and at that point uh, is when there's like kind of a, a pop uh, in the sort of spiritual pressure in the room and uh, Flurb appears. What do you want, Flurb? And you can he hear Flurb talking to somebody uh, that you can't hear the response. And Flurb is like, Okay, but then this means we're even, right? No more. We're good? Okay, fine. All right. And he turns to you, uh, Shaman, and he's like, looks like you're going to the land of the moderately famous dead, kid. Come on. What? And rips a hole. <laughs> and he, because we've established in other places that in some respects, Flurb is a psychopomp. He's could take souls to the land of the dead. He just often... He just chooses not to and instead consumes them um, like a greedy little piggy. <laughs> uh, but oh in this instance, he does the job he has always sworn he would never do again. And he pulls you in to the land of the moderately famous dead. I scream to Evan, look after my war hummer. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, babe. Uh, and you get pulled over and wow. you find yourself standing outside a circle of people you kind of recognize. From, from history. Mom, oh my God. Bless you. So wow. Sorry, sorry. That's your Flurb, entrance. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Flurb, Jesus. <laughs> sorry. I guess you're allergic to sexy girls. Oh, go With that, Flurb pops out as he finishes the favor that was called in by the dojo by Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, goes back to wherever Flurb wants to be. And uh, you see your friends. Susan, CEJ, and Crashly, all surrounded by people you vaguely recognize throughout history who all look furious and ready to tear them limb from limb. What do you do, Shamanda? Um, I see all my friends and um, in uh, this corporeal form, and um, I think I want to use my I'm in charge move yes. to Aww. kind of whip these ghouls into shape um now this only applies to dojo members yes. now that being said that doesn't mean there are no dojo members here ah so absolutely go ahead and is my harm at zero that's that, since i've been in the hospital yeah yeah your harm okay. is back to zero for sure uh they've they've taken good care of you so go ahead and roll plus charm Thanks. okay uh it's going to be eight plus one, 
is a nine. Great. So you get to choose from two from the below. They will do what you want. They won't ask for anything in return, or uh, you don't have to make an example of one of them. So two of those things will happen, and one um, will not. I, I, I'm going to tell them all to get away from my friends, and that they don't ask for anything in return. I want to banish all of them away. Oh, okay. So they're going to do what you want. They're not going to ask for anything in return. That does mean you're going to have to make an example of one of them in order to do it. Gladly. <laughs> So the, who you, I, I would say there is, as soon as you, you show up, the tattoo you have on the inside of your lip that says EGOT, mm. you feel it starting to like almost burn, which is weird because you know you don't have a physical body, but you, you can feel it sort of like- I can taste there are no EGOTs, no award-winning performances within miles of here. Mm -hmm. It's, oh, I have the nastiest taste in my mouth. It tastes like- you in front of me what's your name uh, uh steve steve oh my god your first name basis you're no one famous <laughs> what's your last name steve he was the first person ever to have only one name <laughs> uh no my name is steve post the american radio host i wrote playing in the fm band nothing who? Steve Post, the host. Steve Post, the radio host, died in 2014. Wow. Uh -huh. Okay. Never heard of you, full teenage girl. Like, I don't know who you are. I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm not. Get away from my friends. <laughs> and I take my air horn and I blow them away. <laughs> Great. So you're going to try to do that. Uh, and, and I think when with the EGOT tattoo, the other thing is what's weird to you and surprising is it seems to change your relationship to this space a mm. little bit. Like you can sense who here essentially, like a thing you're realizing is like Whoopi Goldberg's power is rooted in, what, what, how, what am I trying to say here? You can feel who here owes Whoopi a favor. Oh. Right? There's a lot of debt in the room. There's a lot of debt and you can feel that and you can sense that. So, and, and I would say like maybe a quarter of this little crowd has something that is owed. So you can do this, you can pull on that and get them to do what you want. But yeah, one of them you're going to need to make an example of. So what are you doing to Steve Post? Um, I'm asking him if he's completed enough packets this week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't you have a deadline that you should be working on? So you're just negging him? Yes. <laughs> uh, don't you great. have a self-tape that's due in a couple hours? You know, if you don't turn them in right away, you're less likely to get booked. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Post just shrinks. Just uh -huh. literally shrinks down and it's like- Like Dario? Oh. Yes, like Dario. <laughs> <gasps> don't awe this guy. You just met him. And then, and it just and he also gets little X's over his eyes and so somehow Steve Post also just goes Ugh! and then flips up and then goes below the surface the ground and then you also hear da 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 and the rest of the ghosts in this place are all like and and then they just run away scatter let's scram all yous how is everybody. Oh my God, I'm so glad to see you. How are you? Shamandar. Oh, me too. I go to ah. hug. Can I? You can. Everything, uh, every, you know, because you're all spirits, you all can interact 
on the same level. Shamanda, we're so glad you're okay. We don't have a lot of time to talk because Bill Tilden is about to erupt from this Wimbledon trophy he's been temporarily trapped in. Also, are you okay? Let's, are you dead? Let, let's stuff the trophy. Um, I'm in a coma. Oh, gosh. Kind I'm of so like, sorry. Um, I knew it. I'm giving a little Uma Thurman right now, and I feel like I'm going to have to wiggle my toes to get back to me. But for okay. the time being, I'm here. Oh, well, good. Oh, my God. All right. Let's get rid of that tennis guy. Um, okay. Tennis guy. Well, let's destroy it. They break their rackets all the time. Let's just, let's melt this um, flamethrower. Let's melt this trophy down. Guys, we don't need to resort to violence. I think we can, oh. I think we can get rid of this guy. And I'm just going to go over there um, and just talk about Serena Williams and Venus Williams' uh, <laughs> illustrious careers. <laughs> and there's this 16-year-old named Coco. No! Yeah, sure. That's what happens. And, and he also just X's over and then goes away. So you're all there standing alone on the moderately famous boardwalk of moderately famous Mall Street in this moderately famous land. Yeah, a tumbleweed goes rolling by. Guys, we gotta I'm, find, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about Adam, and I know Me that's too. what you were just gonna say. Yeah, no, I'm really worried. We gotta find out where he went. Cause Man, we're like so in sync. I know, it's like <sighs> Not cute. now. I'm just Aww. saying, like I, we're we're like we we don't even finish each other's sentences. We start the same sentence. Yeah, I'm calling. Like say... I'm calling Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we travel faster now that we're in the ghost world? Crashly yeah. and I continue our talk about how in sync we are in the background of all that. Yeah, it's just like everything you say. I was gonna say. I'm so yeah, glad I'm in yeah. a coma. <laughs> are me and Evan like I this, Susan? Um, yeah, not this bad. This is. Oh, but- all right, um, Adam, are you picking up your phone? A bring, Wish bring, I could choke myself, bring, bring. but I'm already dead. Susan, go ahead and roll <laughs> to use magic. So you're trying to call across afterlives, you know? Yeah, and I did roll an 11. Oh, wow. So yeah, it fucking oh. works. Dude. I think I'm going to go to the payphone in uh, this old Hollywood town and like, bring, bring. You know, like whatever. Noise. This also makes sense to me because I feel like Susan is the kind of person who would absolutely like vacation in Lands of the Dead. Yeah, I know how this works. Yeah, you're a pro. Yeah, she's been here before. Operator. Yes, I'd like to talk to Don Miller. Don Miller, who's calling? Yeah, tell him, tell him it's old Sue's. Old Sue's calling for old Tom. Did someone just ask for a Don Miller? Yes, I'm looking for a connection here. Oh, you're so lucky. Just one moment, please. Uh, Adon, as dark is coming at you, unplacatingly slow, just walking slowly forward. What do you? What have you been doing to try to slow him down in this two-dimensional side scroller space? I've been scrolling to the left. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. You just keep going. The problem is you get to like this edge to the left as far as you can go, and then you can't go any further until he walks a step forward, and then you can go a step forward, and it just keeps inching its way <laughs> that way. Uh, you gotta play co-op mode. Now that Dark has figured that out, can I try dragging the screen oh, backwards yes. to pull him towards the uh, the corks door? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're both... It's just a contest of wills. Exactly. So go ahead and roll for me. Let's see. For wills here... Yeah, let's I'm do rolling this. a face die this time. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. And I'm rolling a D20. 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know what? This All is right. this is a little Calvin Bali, so I love it. Yeah. So Jeff, roll a D20 and Alan, roll your emotion die. And let's see who comes out on top. Oh, oh I swear oh to you. No. It's a 20. No! I swear on you. I swear, oh, I swear on all the lids in the universe. It is a 20. I'm taking Prove a picture. It. But wow. he's lying. No, he mm-hmm. swore on all the lids in the universe. All the yeah. lids. You can't. I guess the question is, what beats a natural 20? Nothing, right? Except mm. for burning luck. Oh. Oh. oh! How much luck do you have? Not enough. Uh, Derek Fleifer. I mean, Dark Fleifer is at three out of seven on luck. So we're going oh. up to four. No, you're going down to two. Down I'm sorry, two. we're going down to two. Oh God, <laughs> oh. I, I make that mistake all the time. Yeah, the I, I think uh, I think what happens then is so when you spend a luck, you get word that your mission requires something to be done urgently. What happens in this regard is you you win the battle of wills. Uh, Don Miller, you are giving the performance of a life time here <laughs> of of a life. Yeah. <sighs> Not without my baby. <laughs> uh, and you were just like, you are just trying, like you were putting, pouring your everything you can into just like, you know, uh, classic acting rules for, for camera, like stay planted on your mark, keep your energy in yeah. contained, show less, not more. And you are just acting. You're just face acting your hardest. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the lens. Don't look at the lens. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, Dark is just a, more powerful than you. It's just basically uh, like a, a nuclear bomb without a conscience, if that makes sense. Wow. And is just pulling you, I guess, in this instance, right towards what? what is this version of uh, lids, Alan? The corks? Well, yeah, but this is so. Since this is oh, a we're going to a, a whole new dimension. Well, you're in a whole new dimension because right. you're in this two D side scroller. Oh, I see. Okay, uh, I think it's a little, uh, it's a little castle looking thing, mm. um, and it's got like a big flag planted outside of it um, that says uh, tops. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you are po- pushing to there. That's when you hear uh, the phone ring. A Don Miller. Mm-hmm. You you hear your cell phone ring. <gasps> my cell phone. Okay. We usually have my agent or my my assistant take care of this, but I, I guess I'll answer it myself if I have to. Hello, A Don Miller here. A Don Miller, connecting the call, Mister Miller. Uh, who are you? <laughs> Hello. No one has ever asked me that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, who, who are you? Tell me about yourself. Operator turns into Miss and has been released from this task. <gasps> yeah. It's true. Wow. It's true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. She's finally free. <laughs> yep. huh. Okay, Damn. I guess it was the wrong number. <laughs> no, I'm going to do the call. Uh, it's Adam? Adam? Huh? Hi, it's it's Susan, Susan Wexler. Oh, the cleaning lady. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, where where are you? I need I, to get to you. I okay, so I was in a, a world where uh, this this mean little uh, Italian plumber was trying don't, to get don't, me. Don't but don't cry, don't cry. It makes crying. me very okay. uncomfortable. I'm not. I'm emoting. I'm emoting. And uh, okay, so uh, now I'm in a medieval world, and uh, there's a castle, and 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 there's, and there's this guy. The dark wants to take me to the castle. I think. Wait, to, you're in a castle. Is the castle made of gumdrops? Or does it appear to be made of bones? Uh, I licked the wall. 
It's bones. <laughs> yeah. Tastes exactly like bones. Okay. Yeah. It, bones, bones. It's bones. I know that taste anywhere. Once uh, in 1985, uh, uh, I was really young. <laughs> <laughs> and I was filming a movie with a River Phoenix, and we were uh, tasting bones on our time off. Okay, no, no, no. I, I'm going to be there. Um, and Adon, don't answer any riddles. Don't answer any riddles while you're in that world. I'm on my way. Fee-fi. Oh. Wait, that's not a riddle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, <laughs> hold, on hold on. Hold on. Podcast editing. Power of editing. Power of editing. <laughs> Um, oh shit! And that's well. And here's what I'm gonna say: is, so when you spend a luck again, uh, dark, you get word that your mission requires something to be done urgently. You know from that phone call that you overhear, you have limited time before Susan and those meddling kids show up to ruin everything. <laughs> so you need to do the main task that you're trying to do needs to happen now to do it. So so like playing nice which is what you've been doing so far, is no longer available. How are you getting him into the door or through the door of the tops? Uh, I, You know, okay, we're in 2D side scroller mm -hmm. rules. Wait, are we still? Or did we go to a different dimension? No, you currently are. You can, I mean, you can, ascend, you know, you can jump to another place okay. and then try to use those rules however you want gotcha gotcha we're still it was we're like a bowser's castle right we're still yes. 2d i got you okay. yes um okay so if that's the case uh let's see i am going to uh i'm gonna pop a block nearby and get a yoshi mm. and uh jump on the yoshi's back and yoshi's gonna eat adam and hold him in his mouth so that i can take him with me okay great Mm, Alan, oh. I'm on the phone with Legal. The best who can get is Boshi. Boshi. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no it's, it's it's Yoshi. So it's it's actually Y O E S H E E. Okay, yeah. Hello. Yeah. And do they poop an egg? Uh, no. So Yoshi poops eggs. Yoshi, um, <laughs> eggs poop. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. So in this egged poop uh, oh, is a Don Miller. Uh, a Don Miller, as you're on the phone with Susan, you get uh, a giant, like a thick, wet tongue wraps around you. Oh, <laughs> and then just yanks you in, and you get pushed through the doors of the tops. And that's where we'll end our episode for today. <gasps> Damn. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or talk to us on social media, at Mystery County. You can also join our Patreon for bonus episodes, special deliveries, and tons of other random and delightful content that we produce for, and sometimes with, you. Find the link in the episode description. Now, Susan Wexler has a special yearbook message for our patron, Eric L., Oh, Eric, what a year we've had together. All the laughs. Oh, laughing at uh, that time that I fell down in the hallway. Laughing at the time that you mixed up uh, my milk in the cafeteria for, um, for sour cream. Now, I am starting as I'm writing this to think maybe you were laughing at me and not with me, Eric. And I would like, you know what? We need to talk. We need to talk. Uh, how's your mom doing? We need to talk soon. 
Susan. Until next time, check out this One Shot Network podcast. On One Shot, you can discover new RPGs through actual play. Every week, James D'Amato brings you a new episode with a rotating cast of improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds. One Shot has featured over 100 games, exploring a wide variety of genres and tones. The stories are self-contained, so you can jump in anywhere, and it's a great way to find your new favorite game. Discover the magic of RPGs with One Shot on your favorite podcast app. You can find all that and more at OneShotPodcast.com. How close are we to getting an EGOT with this podcast? I think we're only four away. That's yes. really close, honestly. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. Closer than most. Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com.